0: Welcome back to another episode of the Dear Younger Me podcast. My name is Whitney, and I am your host. Today's episode is Dear Younger Me, Boundaries Will Change Your Life. So boundaries, wow. This is a big topic, guys. When I made the Instagram poll asking what you guys would like to hear on the next episode, I actually was not surprised when boundaries won by a landslide. Literally everybody voted for it. And I think the reason that it is so popular, it's such a popular topic, is because we all have to learn how to navigate them in order to have healthy relationships. So what is a boundary? A boundary is essentially letting other people know how we like to be treated. There are so many different types of boundaries, um, but the main ones I feel like are physical, emotional, mental internal, maternal, conversational, and time. Even before you start setting boundaries, that this is like a totally new concept to you, it's so important to start with self-awareness, to know your limits, to know your needs, to know your values before you can even effectively start setting boundaries. Because if you don't know any of that, you're not even gonna know where to start because essentially boundaries are just all of those things. And what you're doing is you're just taking your limits, your needs, your values, and you're telling other people what those are. And if a boundary goes well, you know, and that person respects your boundaries, they're respecting those things about you. So for example, if you've had a really traumatic childhood, you know, boundaries probably were not a thing. So you might have some issues with self-awareness and that's okay. That's totally normal when you grew up in an environment where, you know, it wasn't about you. It was never about you. So it's okay to do some reflection either by yourself or in therapy to think, hey, what do I feel uncomfortable with? What overwhelms me? And you can think about that in terms of just yourself and in relationships with others. And once you start practicing that, just self-reflection about you know, what makes you uncomfortable, what makes you overwhelmed, you'll start to realize that it's actually a lot more intuitive than you think. It's just when you grow up in a home where, you know, you're not respected, you learn to, like, shut that off. Like, I'm not, like, what I have to say or think or how this makes me feel doesn't matter. Well, you're safe now, and it does matter. It's always mattered. That just wasn't a healthy environment. And once you learn that and, like, learn to turn that, you know, part of you back on, it becomes a lot easier to know because it really is instinctive, it's intuitive. When when something feels uncomfortable for us or we're overwhelmed, it's actually very obvious. But when you grow up with trauma and you learn to shut those parts of you off, you learn to dissociate because hey, what I'm feeling is not allowed here, you just get in a pattern of of not being able to connect to yourself. So that's why it's really important if you're new to boundaries to be able to have that time to reflect because that reflection is going to help you set really clear intentional boundaries and that is going to set you up for success. One of the first times I ever really heard about boundaries was on a podcast um, a while back and I remember the lady on the podcast basically was just like, if you don't do it, who's going to do it for you? And kind of bouncing off of that, if you don't respect yourself enough to set the boundary, how do you expect people to respect your boundaries? Everybody's boundaries are different. What looks right for you and feels good for you, that might not feel good for me. You know, that might not feel right for me. That might overwhelm me. And that's why it's so important to be clear and direct and specific about what you need and expect. Instead of expecting people to be mind readers. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. When you've dealt with trauma, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, it's really hard to set those first couple boundaries. And I still struggle with it to this day. One thing people don't tell you when you start implementing boundaries is that everyone's not going to receive it well. And you will most likely lose some relationships that were unhealthy to begin with and, you know, honestly unsafe to begin with, but you have to be able to come to terms with when you let people go that, you know, can't respect you or your boundaries, you're actually creating space for people that will, and that can feel really hard to accept it first because it doesn't feel like that in the moment when you're losing family members or friends left and right when you start standing up for yourself but when you feel the fruitfulness after a while when you start to get in the groove of setting boundaries hey this is how I want to be treated and then you start to get the people that are treating you that way and that will respect your boundaries and that just love you for you and it doesn't matter what your boundaries are, because they just respect any part of you and you're just accepted all the way around. When you start to feel that, then you'll realize that it was all worth it. In so many situations, I feel like people just don't know what they don't know. If you have toxic relationships and you're holding on because you don't think there's anything better out there for you, let me just tell you that when you remove those people from your life, that aren't making you a better person, that aren't helping you grow. When you remove those people and you make space for people that will respect you, will love you in any phase of your life, whoever you are, because they love you at your core, you will literally be like, why did I ever waste my time with so-and-so who only liked me when I was this, 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 and this for them? Or you know what I mean? Like, They only liked me because I bent over backwards to do things for them. They didn't really like me. And I think a really good way to test that theory of, hey, is this person toxic? Is this an unhealthy relationship? Set boundaries. Because if someone isn't gonna respect your limitations, your values, your needs, then are they really someone that you want in your life? And if it doesn't go well, I think it's really easy to be like, what did I do? You know, that people pleasing part of us is like, is it me? Let me just assure you, it's not you. When someone is uncomfortable with someone setting a boundary, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. And I also just really want to make it clear right here there are situations, for example, abuse, when it's actually not safe to set the boundary, especially if you are living with that person or in the middle of the abuse, the abuser needs help. And you setting a boundary isn't going to help that. It might even exacerbate it. They actually need just emotional help. And just removing yourself from that situation, if possible, is the best thing that you can do for that person because they don't have the capacity to respect anybody's boundaries right now because they don't even have respect for themselves if they're they're hitting and abusing in whatever capacity another person. So I just want to make that very clear. I'm talking about boundaries right now and I'm talking about my past because I'm physically not in that space anymore. And if I was, it would not have been safe for me to say to my abuser these things. So I just want to make that really, really clear. With that being said, there's another group of people that aren't necessarily considered abusers, um, maybe emotional abusers, but not, you know, unsafe, you are physically going to get hurt kind of abusers. Um, These aren't people you really want to spend your time with. They're not people that, you know, encourage you or you feel like you're growing around them. You feel really defeated around them. Like you're always trying to meet expectations that are truly just not able to be met. And these kind of people are usually the people that push boundaries, the people that benefit from you not having any boundaries. And I think in this kind of situation, you have to ask yourself, you know, is it even worth it for me to set boundaries with these people and put myself in the situations at all anymore? You know, maybe it means not going to family events or um, maybe showing up you know, to two events a year or whatever it might be. Um, Maybe it's cutting them off completely. I don't know what that looks like for you. Um, But sometimes, you know, if someone's not meeting you halfway, if it's not a two-way relationship, is that relationship even worth pursuing in setting these boundaries? Because they do take a lot you know, to set and you're being assertive and you're, you're really putting yourself on the line, you're being vulnerable and you're telling people what you need. But if the other person's not going to be receptive to that at all, you know, is it, is it worth your energy almost? Um, So the boundary might just be, you know, cutting them off completely. I'm not sure what that looks like for you, but I know for me, when I have had these situations in my life with these kind of people, I felt a lot of shame and a lot of guilt at first. And that's another thing you have to be prepared for those uncomfortable feelings when you're setting a boundary or, you know, when you're setting the boundary of like, I can't be around this person anymore. And that's really hard at first, because if you've dealt with the kind of trauma um, of feeling like you're not allowed to express your feelings and that's bad or that's considered selfish, selfish. These kind of feelings pop up, like, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right thing? And I promise you that once you get over those feelings and just learn to trust that what feels comfortable for you is intuitive, you'll know it. It's just one of those things you have to experience yourself. But once you get out of that pattern, you'll start to see it so clear. And and for me, honestly this is crazy but it took me moving away you know from everything I ever knew and into a place where I truly had to do some self-reflection but the trauma and the chaos it wasn't around me anymore so I was able to think more clearly about you know what do I want for my life what is healthy and, you know and I got to literally just shine my old life like a mirror up against my new one like No, the old one's not what I want. This new one is exactly what I want. And I'm going to keep chasing that. Um, So it really just is a, it's a journey and we have to be just super gentle on ourselves at first because man, how much courage does it take in the first place to even get to a spot where you're standing up for yourself when you've spent, you know, your entire life just like sitting on the sidelines and shutting up and being quiet because you know, you were considered selfish and bad if you stood up for yourself and ever had an opinion that was different. So, I just want to take a moment for anybody out there that is relating to what I'm saying. Maybe you were in a place where, you know, you've never dealt with boundaries, you didn't even know what they were, and you're trying to get into an emotionally healthy space for yourself, for the other people around you. Like, that is so brave. And I'm so proud of you for taking that first step. It's a hard one for sure because it's, it's new, it's different, it's something foreign. And it even might be to the extent where other people around you are not doing it. And that makes it even harder because you're truly breaking a cycle. You're going outside the box. You're doing something different. But one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know the exact quote, but it's basically like, never take advice from people that you don't want to be like. So if there's people in your life that are making fun of you for having boundaries or wanting to start having boundaries, or even talking about mental health and, you know, having conversations about these things that are really important, you just have to ask yourself like, hey, is this person that is shaming me or making me feel bad about you know, wanting to better myself, are they living a life that I want to live? And if the answer is no, like, why do you care about their opinion? And that can be a really hard spot to be in. But I think you have to be able to acknowledge like, what's the deeper issue here? Because if this person isn't living a life that I want to live, you know, and, and and their opinion means so much to me, it has to go deeper, right? And I think that for a lot of us, it's just the need for acceptance, um, to feel loved, to feel valued. And when someone isn't doing that, it's uncomfortable because we don't feel, you know, love. We don't feel appreciated. We don't feel valued. We don't feel seen. And just acknowledging that can be really helpful in, you know, learning how to set these boundaries because you are going to inevitably experience some discomfort when you first start doing this and just acknowledging like, Hey, I am loved. I am valued. I'm appreciated just because this person doesn't see me doesn't mean that all of those things become invalid. So I think that's just really important. Um, but let's get into, you know, setting boundaries and kind of like a step-by-step on how to, so we've talked about the self-awareness portion. And the reason why that's so important is because you need to know yourself. You know, inside and out, in order to generate clear communication. If you don't, if you feel jumbled up and, you know, just things aren't clear in your brain, like, how do you expect that to be translated in a clear manner? So you got to get that part down. That's super important. Once you get that down, I feel like it really is just as important to start role playing with just. I want, I feel, I'd appreciate, or I need this, or, you know, these I statements about what exactly you want in simple statements. So that can look like anything from I'd like to blank. I'm more comfortable with blank. This is what's best for me blank. I've decided that blank. Whatever those statements look like for you, but just practicing those because. Inevitably, at first, it's gonna feel strange. You might feel anxious, you might feel guilty, but that is part of the process, and you will get better and feel more comfortable with time. But it's just really, really important on practicing stating what you want to someone. And that can be with a therapist, that could be with a safe friend or family member, but just practicing that will be really beneficial. And then reflecting in the feelings that come up when you do, because at first it probably will be uncomfortable. You probably will experience discomfort and that's okay. Feeling discomfort is really normal when you're changing your behavior. You're not used to it. It's foreign. It's new, but you will start to experience a sense of empowerment and you'll feel validation when you practice with people that are safe, whether it's your therapist or a safe family member or friend. When you start to have more positive experiences when stating your needs and your feelings than negative ones, you'll definitely start to see change and it's it'll be very re- rewarding and you will be so happy that you put the time and effort into changing. And then when you've practiced and you feel ready to move on, to actually setting healthy boundaries. One of the statements I really like to use that I've found um, really helpful is the statement that goes, I feel blank when you blank and then I would like for you to blank. So you're basically stating how you feel, you're stating the issue and then you're stating what you would like to happen. And this can feel, again, really strange and odd at first if you're not used to it. But the alternative would be, you know, not bringing it up at all, which can cause feelings of resentment um, or, you know, demanding things or insulting someone when you don't like the way they're behaving. And like I said, this statement can feel super odd, especially if you come from a family where healthy communication just does not exist. Um, and I will say, you know, if you're getting a lot of pushback, if you're getting a lot of crossed boundaries when you've made yourself clear, I would say at that point, it might be time to, you know, evaluate the relationship as a whole. You know, is this relationship off balance? You know, is it just toxic? And, and that's up for you to decide. You know, no one's in that relationship but you. You deserve to have healthy boundaries. You deserve personal space. You deserve emotional stability. And if someone isn't respecting that, you know, just taking a step back and saying, hey, is this relationship toxic? Is this relationship benefiting my life? Is this person giving any effort? You know, like you just have to step back for a second and and truly examine the relationship as a whole. I think one of the biggest indicators that we are in need of boundaries is when you start to feel feelings of resentment, feelings of guilt, feelings of burnout or feeling drained. For me, these were all things that I just like, I came to a head with these kind of feelings and I just was like, one day I was like, no more. You know, I want to be different. Everyone around me was feeling this way. And you can see it. You could feel it. And I just wanted different. And I didn't understand at the time, you know, why no one wanted to change. But the reality is that change is really hard. It's hard when you've lived your life a certain way for so long. And to then go a totally different path that, you know, the less is on, the few are on, you know, everybody else is on this really big path. And then this narrow path is, you know, the way that you're thinking, hey, maybe I should go that way. I'm feeling that, like, in my heart, like, that's the way to go, but no one's on that road. Like, man, it is so brave to take that step and and know that it's going to be lonely but that you are going to grow into the person that you were always meant to be. Grow into this person that's emotionally healthy, that's emotionally stable, that will be that way for your future kids instead of continuing this cycle. So I just want to say, if you're feeling like you're in that space right now, like I just want you to give yourself a freaking hug, a pat on the back, a high five, whatever you need. But I just want to congratulate you for making it this far, for acknowledging that you want to change, for being brave enough to step into the place of emotional healing, because it is so hard to change. And the fact that you're making an active, conscious effort to be different, man, it's just so powerful. It really is. And I want you to know that if there's no one in your life that's saying, hey, I'm proud of you, you're doing the right thing, I just want you to know that I'm proud of you. And I just want to pray really quick that if you're struggling with this topic, God just washes a sense of peace and protection over you, that you feel His hand working in your life, and that you may know, even when it seems like you're alone, that He's walking with you, He's fighting your fights. His love for you is so great. It's so deep. He is a good father and he is making a way. I love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dear Younger Me. If you like what you're listening to, leave us a review or a rating and tell your friends and family. You can also follow the podcast Instagram at Dear Younger Me Podcast underscore.